Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode three, how to win in figure. And we're going to turn our attention to contest prep, meaning the entire time you're planning your, your journey to that stage. And I'm in an interesting position right now with a client, Adam, who has never competed before. She's in figure, did a contest. Uh, she did great, you know, won, won her class the first time out, but we both knew it's like, mm, we, we could be better. We could be better. Let's, let's see if we can snag another one before the season ends. And now just because we've had that extra time and have extended her prep, just another two or 3% body fat loss has made her entire shape. Unbelievable thing. Things we just didn't even think she had in terms of the size and the symmetry was just uh, a couple millimeters away in terms of losing the last little body fat in the right places. So, you know, for contest prep, sometimes all of the details matter, but so does that ultimate length of time. And I know you and I both for decades have told clients, we really prefer if we can get you the whole year or get that off season under our belt so we can control the starting point. But if somebody's coming in and they just don't have enough time to get the right kind of prep, it's certainly going to be a deficit. But when it comes to figure specifically, what are you looking for in terms of how that might be different from other divisions when you're mapping out an entire prep? I think the one thing that's really different for figure for me is when you look at how a woman can hold inflammation in the legs, <laughs> how um, carving them up can make their legs look different. So when you're close to where you think that criteria is um, and they're looking really hard, you may want to take them up a bit to see, are they going to harden up too much with more carbs in the tissue or are we just right? And uh, usually I wait until a client's there but uh, one thing I see is if they are too hard almost and, you know, you've got them lean and then you carve them up, sometimes they are almost too hard. Uh, their legs just seem to take in that glucose. They're doing less cardio, so there's less swelling in the legs. And the legs are a lot of at the amateur level what separate the the women from the pros, you know, and then in the pro league, everyone has them, but they have that minute criteria where they want them. Of course, you have to have everything else, but the leg thing is always relatively tricky. There's hormonal factors involved. Digestion can start getting bad and they start having more receptor activity at those, you know, parts where ladies hold body fat more, which is their glutes and their legs. So you, you bring up something that is, I, I don't know if we've ever covered this. I mean, we have over a hundred hours over 600 episodes and, and I'm not sure we've talked about how the, the peaking process, which we'll get into in our next episode, but, but specifically getting them into this condition where then how you peak can play to a strength or you're trying to mute something. So the client I was just mentioning I've, I've been watching changes in her fullness because now that we're ready ahead of time, you know, we can kind of see what a higher carb day does and being a little flat. And it, it is undeniable that I, I mean, for 20 some years, I really didn't think about the kind of fullness or depletion um, you, you get in even your glutes. Again, it's the contrarious factor. Everybody's now focused on glutes and so forth, but I have photos of clients, women in figure, doing 
um, you know, everything that they need to through contest day. And you see those changes in meals and hydration. And I've never noticed this until I started looking like even hamstring and glute size, which does then lead lead to a, a thicker, tighter look because you have more volume in the muscle is, is amazing with, uh, I mean, we think of fullness and so forth as, you know, do a push up, you know, see, or push up, see how your chest, your, your triceps feel and hardness. But, but I think you, you bring up that point in that how you are preparing for that final look gives you options for how you then peak. If you need to be a little bit softer, you can pull back. If you need to be a little bit fuller and tighter, then you know what to do. You have that conditioning where you can play that card, but you can't play multiple cards or have those options if you're just not lean enough to do that. Right. And that's what everyone kind of wants to do is they want to have it all and usually kind of have to flip the coin and go that direction. And, uh, you know, the coach is the one who makes that call for you, whether it's going to be heads or tails, you know? Well, it does. And this is important when you look at how you multiply peaking experiences in your career. If you have two, three, four shows under your belt, 10 years under your belt, you can start really taking some notes on what approach looked better you know, always keeping those records, keeping those photos, uh, just so, so critical in, in planning the prep from the beginning. You've got that entire history to base your new planning on. Yeah. The, the biggest part of that is of course, always being lean enough. And, uh, you know, I I've had clients who didn't come in as lean as a season prior and you try some different things to make it work, but you know, no matter all we know about biology and physiology, it just typically that leanness factor just trumps everything. It gives you the options. All right, guys, stay with us. We're going to be in episode four next. We're going to move into peak week, especially here as we're focusing on figure competitors. We will see you then.